0: For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, and ran to bring his disciples' word. So, what does Easter mean to me? You know for many people today it'll be the first time that they get to enter a church since Christmas and a lot more people around the world it'll be the first time since last Easter and unfortunately we here in Ireland this is the second Easter that we will be celebrating online only because of our current restrictions and lockdown but you know what we get to celebrate Easter and today I want to talk to you for a few minutes about what Easter really means that the true meaning of Easter and you know if, I believe if you ask a lot of those people who go to church today you know what does Easter mean to you you will get a variance difference of answers some people will say you know it's all about Easter eggs and the Easter egg hunting chocolate others will say Easter is about the Easter bunny some others will say that Easter is about you know time off work the kids are off work a, a massive Easter feast we have lamb but what really is Easter all about? For the next few minutes, I want to take you on what I believe the true meaning of Easter is according to the Word of God. And we've got four points that I want to talk to you about today. So join me as we take this journey and talk about the true meaning of Easter and what Easter means to us. I'm so glad that I was born in a Christian country. And even today, Ireland in its last senses, I think around 90% of people say that they come from a Christian background. And I know being born in Ireland and raised in Ireland, I was raised knowing that at Easter time, that Jesus died, he died on Good Friday. I know that he raised from the dead on Easter Sunday. I knew that, I was raised that way. But in all of my beliefs, I was raised to think that the Jews killed, they murdered Jesus because they were jealous of him. That I never knew that Jesus wasn't murdered, he wasn't killed, that Jesus voluntarily gave up his life. Why? For you and me. He gave up his life for us. So in this next few minutes, we're going to talk about four truths that we can take out of the Easter story and apply those truths to our lives and our lives will never be the same again. Truth number one, the resurrection of Jesus assures me that I am accepted by God. That's good news. Romans chapter four says there in verse 25, it says, for who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised for our justification. You know, there's so many people in the world today that that believe that they are justified because they're good people. And I don't doubt that they're good people. But the logic there is that, you know, I've never done anyone any harm. I try to help people everywhere I go. I'm good to my neighbor. I I, I volunteer. I, I give to charity. And by that logic, people believe that, well, God cannot deny me a place in heaven. But unfortunately, when it comes to heaven, we don't go by our own logic or we don't go by our own rules but the truth is that there's nothing that you can do to earn a place in heaven if we could work for a place in heaven let me tell you that there would be nobody would ever have a place in heaven the only thing that you can do to get into heaven is by placing your faith in jesus and by that faith in the finished work on the cross you and i can be justified that word justified there has two meanings the first one is that we are forgiven of all of our many sins. And the second is that God, because of our acceptance of Jesus and his finished work on the cross, that Jesus now places his righteousness in our empty accounts. Here's another way to look at it. God treated Jesus as if he had lived our lives, that he could treat us as if we had lived Jesus' life. Now, if that's all the resurrection of Jesus would do for us, give us a place in heaven, well, that's absolutely amazing. But there's more. The resurrection of Jesus assures me that Jesus is now interceding for me in heaven. Isn't that great news? Romans chapter 8 and verse 34 it says, Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. You know, Jesus is now in heaven, and he is interceding at the right hand of the Father for you and me. Isn't that great news? But why is that important? Well, picture this for a minute. There is a courtroom, and in every courtroom there is a judge, and there's a prosecutor, and there's a defense lawyer. And it's the job of the lawyers to bring the case before the judge so that the judge can determine whether you're guilty or you're innocent. Well, like it or not, our lives are on trial at the moment. And we have a prosecutor who, whether we like it or not, he, his job is to bring a, an accusation about us before Father God in heaven. And he does this. So just, just think about it for a minute. I love all these courtroom dramas on tv so in heaven at the moment there's a a whole court case set up and and you have god the father there he's the judge and you have satan the enemy he's the one that's bringing the accusation against you and then you have jesus he's your defense attorney and what the the devil is doing is is he comes up and he says you know god you are the judge and and i'm bringing a case against enda to you and he will go, okay, he'll open up his file, and he'll start going through all of the sins that I've ever sinned from the time I started to sin right up until my last sin, and and the hours will go by, and I'm standing there, and I'm being judged, and and I, I hear all of these, these uh, accusations being brought against me, and I know I'm guilty, and the hours go by, and the days go by, and the days turn into weeks and months, and And all of the charges that the enemy is bringing against me, I know they're true. And I'm standing there in in the dock and I'm thinking, I'm done for, I'm guilty. I I did all of these things. And at the end of it, the, the enemy, the devil, he'll say, you know, that's my case against him. And he'll say, you know, God, that you have to judge him justly. And he'll say, I know that judging by his sins, that you need to condemn him. I rest my case. And I'm thinking, I'm gone, I'm done. And then Jesus, my defender, he he stands up and he, 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 he immediately says to, to God, the judge, he says, Can I approach the bench? And God says, Yeah, come. And when Jesus comes to the bench and and God he says to God, He says, You know, Father, I took on his sins on the cross. And he accepted me as his Lord and Savior. And then God will look at Jesus and smile at him and he'll take his gavel in his hand and he'll bang it down and he'll say, case dismissed. You know, here's the thing. My innocence is not based on what I have done for God. It is based on what Jesus has done for me. And the forgiveness and justification that I have is because of Jesus's resurrection from the dead. The resurrection of Jesus assures me that I have All of the power I need to live this Christian life. Romans chapter 8 and verse 11 says, But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. You notice Christian life is not an easy life to live. That's why through the resurrection of Jesus, God gave us the Holy Spirit to empower us to be enabled to live this christian life we've all tried to live our lives on our own in our own terms and on our own circumstances but we've all failed miserably that's why god gave us through the resurrection of jesus christ he gave us the holy spirit to enable now you and me to be able to live this christian life so that now we no longer need to give in to the urges to sin friends it is impossible to live this christian life without the help of the holy spirit That's why Jesus said, before he ascended into heaven, he said in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Because of the resurrection of Jesus, God has sent his Holy Spirit to enable us, to empower us, to be able to live this Christian life and not only to survive in life but to thrive in our life and to fulfill the great commission that Jesus gave us. And finally, the resurrection of Jesus guarantees you and me that we can spend eternity with him in heaven. This is so important. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 20 says, but now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by one man came death, by man also came the resurrection from death. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. Now the last thing we want to talk about today is death. Because you know we all believe and we are trusting God that we have many many years ahead. But when I was younger, I always thought, you know, where am I going to end up when I die? Because I say I'm not a person of chance. I don't like to take chances. So in my religion, it it told me that there was three options and I didn't really like these three options. I wanted to know that my eternity was going to be secure and I could live my life knowing that, well, at least when I die, I know where I'm going. Option one was you hit the jackpot, you went straight to heaven. Option two was that, You know, you weren't quite good enough a person on earth, but you were good enough, but you weren't quite, quite good enough to go to heaven straight away. You went to purgatory. And in purgatory, that was okay because people could pray you out of purgatory. So eventually, after a few years or a few centuries or millennia, you eventually had a way out of purgatory into heaven. The third was the one that nobody likes and that was that you wouldn't be good enough person to even get into purgatory, let alone heaven first go and that is you would end up in a lost eternity in hell. and I didn't like any of those options. Now, as I said, I don't like lotteries. I don't like games of chance, and especially when it comes to my eternity. So I needed to know, and and when I was younger, it was my earnest prayer every night, God, show me how I can know that my eternity is secure in you. I didn't wanna live my life the best end that I could be in and find out on my deathbed when I drew my last breath that I wasn't good enough or I didn't do that one thing that would have guaranteed me eternity. Because eternity comes for us all. It's just a matter of where you spend that eternity. Well, Easter was the day that death died. And because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, he defeated death once and for all, so that even in death, you and I, dead would not have a victory, that even in death, we would still win and have eternal life for him. John 11 of verse 25 says, Jesus said to her that I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Friends, the moment you take your last breath on this earth, can be the moment that you take your first breath in eternity in heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 55 says, O death, where is your sting? O death, where is your victory? Because Jesus died on the cross, we can have eternal life today. One final scripture. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, According to his mercy, he has caused us to be born again to this living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Friend, the resurrection of Jesus guarantees that you or me, regardless of the kind of life that we have lived up to this point, but trust in, belief in the resurrection of Jesus this Easter Sunday will guarantee you and me, no matter whether we're a good person, whether we've lived a bad life, It guarantees us that if we believe in Jesus and his resurrection resurrection from the dead, that we will have eternal life. The Word of God says in Romans chapter 10, says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Salvation is for everyone. It's not just a special gift that God has given to a few select people. He has made it available through the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus to the entire world, to you, and to me the word of god says in romans 10 and verse 13 that says for whoever you are a whoever today it says for whoever calls on the name of the lord will be saved and i know that you want salvation today and if you want salvation today we're going to pray this very simple prayer i'm going to pray it you pray it after me and believe it in your heart confess it with your mouth that jesus is lord and you will be saved pray this prayer heavenly father Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for sending Jesus, who died for me and who rose again. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live this Christian life. I give my life to you now. Make me into the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me today, the word of God says, not enda, but the word of God says that you are now born again, that you are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, now all things have become new. Your salvation, your eternity is guaranteed with Jesus, purchased by his blood that was shed for you. If that's you today, can you email us at info at alivechurch.ie or go on to alivechurch.ie forward slash connect. And you can connect with us right there. And when you do, just drop us a line Let us know that you've made this decision today and and we'll get in contact with you. If you need a Bible, we'll get you a Bible. If you need prayer, we want to pray for you. We've got a couple of more things we want to do today. The first is, I want to congratulate you that you've made this decision to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. And and if you've done that, let us know. Communicate with us. We want to communicate with you. And one more thing I want to do is I want to pray for you. Numbers chapter 6 says this prayer. And if you want to stand, and want to stretch out your arms, that's fine. If not, that's okay. But let me do this anyway today. On this Resurrection Sunday, let me pray a blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. In Jesus' name. Amen.